This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Well, we're starting, Sarah. Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Sarah's chatting before the show even starts. We are here with Miss Sarah Frazier. Hi, David Yontip. Oh, my God. Are you reading the press? Our press. Are you reading our press? About Miss Penny? Miss Penny Puckett. I mean, I know we already talked about it. People are loving this. It's, I, I know. I'm, 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 again, I just wish... One day on Patreon, I wanted to do it this year. We never did it, Sarah, because we're so busy. But I I mean, I'll be happy to sit here and tell you guys all about the bad interviews, the ones that are just so awkward. The person's not connecting with me. I'm a human being. I'm having an off day. Penny was some of the best work. I don't know about you. It is some of the best work I have ever done in my journalistic career. And I do want an Emmy. I actually want an Emmy for interviewing Penny Puckett. And it's not about me. It's about the victim, Penny Puckett. But that was one of the best. I mean, people are, it was so good. Guys, I know the difference between good and bad. That was so fucking phenomenal. I, okay, here's the thing. I But we read a bunch of our shitty comments all the time. So I of thought course. we could just take this moment to thank some of our sweet Please do. amazing things to say. Is this Let's from YouTube? This is from your Instagram. This is from oh. Kathy on Behind the Velvet Rope and tagging at the Sarah Fraser Show. Excellent, excellent interview. Thank you for sharing Miss Puckett's side. Now let's place those orders at her shop and get her money back. Maybe Bravo Andy will put up for the babies too. Um, good for you guys for having her on to tell her side of the story. She deserves it. Other victims do too. Um, Karen, shout out to Karen. I gasped when Penny said $40,000. I now agree with David. She did not get enough jail time. I will be shocked if she shows up for jail, period. I saw a lot of good feedback from our fans, you know, and we don't always shout out the good ones. So thank you guys. 
Thank you, everyone. YouTube, check out the YouTube ones. It's going to make you excited. They say you're great, Sarah. Welcome to the interview game. There's a lot of love for you there. Um, it's not just about me, but I mean, it's I, I loved her. I loved her. She pulled that penny pocket, pulled down my heartstrings, guys. I actually I am a human yet. being. She made me realize there are deep-seated feelings in there. There are. And no, by the way, we don't have a sponsor anymore. Um, uh, Talkspace is not our sponsor. So no, there's no therapy here, guys. There's no more Talkspace. So I'm not going to therapy. Not therapy? Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, you know, let's just move on in the world. Um, <laughs> here's, do you want to start with Roni, Roni, Roni? Or do you want to start with all the explosion of Manzo and Brandy? And you all will hear this a week later. So fucking deal with it. We're working on that too. We're changing some things at the Sarah Fraser show and the David Yontef show. And things will all be coming out quicker. It's not that we can't get them out quicker. I, I could interview someone now and have it out within 10 minutes. Please. It's just... We have a six-month wait list, and we're trying to not have a six-month wait list. We're, we're making changes, Sarah, right? We are. Um, we are. All for the best. I don't know. Honestly, you lead. Where do you want? I am so interested in both of these, and I'm really curious what you're going to say about the Roni legacy stuff, because it seemed like you had that scoop before anybody else. Tell me where you want to go. I, I have a lot to say about both. Okay, we'll start with Roni, and then we'll do Carolyn and Brandy. Um, okay. Look... You know, it's funny. So, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't like to reveal guests that are coming up. I recently sat down. Mr. Carlos King is coming back on the podcast. And when Carlos, we recorded, he was like, you know, I mean, this is all on air. I mean, it's like I, I, you and I, we, we, we break the fourth wall, love breaking the fourth wall with Carlos. He's like, you know, and this isn't a pat to me, but he's like, how do how do you handle it? Because David and Carlos know real things, actual real true things way before they happen. And then you have all these blogs and in Dumois and Wami Wami. I know your friends with Dumois. She was on your podcast and blah, Actually, blah. I'm going to be on hers again tomorrow. So you better only say good things about do. Congratulations. Um, you guys read all this crazy shit and then none of it comes to fruition. But, you know, Carlos is like, David and Carlos know the actual things before they happen. And he's like, how do you deal with that when you just, you know, do you talk about it or you don't talk about it? My whole thing is I don't need to be first because when you get something that's close, like I, I'm not even going to comment. Margaret Josephs and Dolores are going on girls trip. We never talked about that because that's, I mean, maybe we did for 30 seconds. That's such bullshit. And Sutton and Garson. So when it's really insane and crazy, Teresa's moving to LA. Okay, let's not waste our time. I mean, we did. She's not moving. Yeah, she said it herself. Bull fucking shit. We, so I feel, this is what I've decided. I don't need to be first because I know the real stuff. I will let you all find out. And then when something's close to being real, I'll tell you what is real and what is not real. And that's what's happened with this Roni thing. I have known from a very reliable source. I mean, let's just review. Contracts went out to Jill Kelly- Luann, Dorinda, and Sonia, probably like in December-ish. Now, I drink a lot of vodka and I work 24 hours a day. So sometimes the days and the weeks, it, it's close. It could have been like early January, but not really. No, like in December, contracts went out. So I knew this. I could have announced that. Guess what? I mean, imagine that headline. Contracts are going out from Roni. And that would have been a real thing. I don't need the, 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 I don't need the, the accolades, you know, because I know. So that's what happens. And 
from a reliable source. I don't think I should share it because like you want me to re relay these sources when things happen. So somebody, let's get into it in a minute. Somebody has not, is not. So the salaries, you know, this whole article now that the salaries are so low, that's pretty much true. I mean, I think you and I even talked about it on another show. The salaries, and I know this from a reliable you could read this any way you want, guys. A very reliable source. I think it's pretty obvious what that means. There's okay. five people. I live in New York part of the time. For a very reliable you. source, the, the salaries are like 15, 16, 17, 18, 19,000 ish to like per episode, right? Now, a whole season, a whole 10 episodes or something. And well, then that's... they get paid additionally for the reunion, right? Yeah. And then, because think about it, 30,000 an episode, the 60,000 episode, that's not, no, it was like 17, 18, 19,000 or to like 60,000, like total. So that's a huge pay cut for, for everyone involved. Huge. So listen, remember when I said, and it's not about me, remember when I said, and this, the whole thing was announced, I'm like, I don't know if we're ever getting a second Roni show. And people told me I was crazy. I still believe like, Look, I think their plan was to have it because contracts went out. But I mean, it's like I said, I said this in the beginning. We are first casting the reboot. We are then filming the reboot. We are then finishing the reboot, right? That's what's happening now. The last cast trip happened. And, you know, Jenna Lyons posted. And then when that's wrapped up, we're going to announce the legacy cast. Everything I said did come true. Now, I, I do believe they plan to go ahead with legacy, but I don't believe it was the plan was Bravo. And I don't believe the plan. Now there's these rumors that they're only looking at four to six episodes. It was going to be a short little nothing of a thing. Now, of course, if the short little nothing of a thing went on to Peacock or Bravo, it was probably going to be Peacock and it still might. And it blew everyone away. Then, you know, in Peacock, there's really no way to know other than the amount of people that add to streaming. Then sure, the four episodes could become season two for 12. Sure, this could have grown into a thing, but the plan really was, I still think this was a play by Bravo to say, you're all going to revolt because we're firing Luann and Dorinda and, you know, well, Dorinda was already fired, you know, and like, we're going to promise you this legacy and I really agree with what I originally said. This is just to appease people one season. Of course, it's TV if it goes well. But if they just said we're scrapping the whole thing and starting over, I think there would have been, how brilliant was this? You're going to have not one, but two Ronies. Oh, my God. People went crazy. And I said, not so fast, everyone. And I still believe that. I So I do believe they planned on this legacy thing just to shut everyone up and appease everyone. Yes, but as I agree we, with that. But I mean, as we hit bumps... I can tell you for a fact, and I cannot reveal this. I cannot, when it becomes public, remember you heard it here first, at least as right now, one of those five people has said, I'm not interested. Take your money and shove it. I have to tell you guys, Daily Harvest has really made my life so much easier. You know I can't cook and you know I have no time to go and track down food. This is literally stress-free meals that are delivered right to my front door. And there's a variety of meals too. They have harvest bowls, soups, flatbread, snacks, and the smoothies. They're such easy to prep options that literally you don't have to think twice about where your next meal is coming from. Everything stays in my freezer until I'm ready to enjoy it. And then I just basically take it out, thaw and prepare. My absolute favorite is their artichoke and spinach flatbread. Daily Harvest is healthy. So even when I am eating the flatbread, I still feel like I'm not cheating.
They come right to my front door and I don't have to prepare anything. That's why I chose Daily Harvest. And the food's really freaking good. So let Daily Harvest do more so you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com slash velvet to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash velvet for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash velvet. This work year has been more stressful so far than any year I've had in a really long time. All because of this podcast. And you guys know I'm a workaholic and I have such a hard time taking my mind off of work. But one thing that really has helped me is the mobile game Love and Pies. Now, I am not a gamer. I mean, you think of me, you don't think of a gamer, right? But it's not just that this game takes my mind off of work. It's that Love and Pies is related to our reality TV that we talk about here every day. There's more drama in this game and more intrigue than the shows that we watch. There's a woman named Amelia Green. You kind of play as her. She's a single mom. She moved to the countryside after a rough divorce. She discovers all these dark family secrets. Amelia's mom is missing. And the more you play, the more I play, I get sucked in and I just want to keep advancing. But don't take my word for it. More than 4.5 million people downloaded this game in the first year. And just in case you're wondering, it's free to download. So for a taste mix of love and drama download love and pies for free today that's love and pies free to download in the app store or google play now that could change because i mean we have a bunch of people that either a need the money and we can break this down who who needs the money and b just is going along with it and c would love to be back on tv right but the person who refused the money is definitely not who you think And they're just like, this is an insult. So somebody, so I believe, you know, now you have no Ramona because you fired her. You have no, you have no Bethany. And, you know, I think really, you know, the word legacy, I mean, yes, they're probably were going to, and Tinsley was not given a contract. Now, I don't think they were done at five. I think they were going to find a six or a seventh at Kiss of Death with five. But the core five is truly what everyone's been reporting. I just stand by, I know I said this on a previous, on the previous episode when you broke this story, but I, I don't know, having worked for corporate as you have for years, I there's something about these offers being so low to me. They really do not want to do this show. They really don't. And they're not coming to the table with serious money. And I just feel like these low salaries are a way to delay and delay and delay until hopefully in their minds, I'm thinking that the new Roni reboot is so good that we really, it just, like you've kind of always said that it just fades off into oblivion. I Because these numbers that you are talking about are so low. I mean, they're really low to the point of like, I mean, these are like TLC low. You know, I mean, I'm a TLC expert, like Thousand Pound Sisters. I mean, no one on TLC makes any money until maybe, you know, your sister wives, right? Because they're like on seven, you know, season 17, season 18. I know. These numbers what... are so low. So I just think to my, I just think they know, I almost think it's just another delay tactic until they don't have to do it at all. I could be, I, I'm a e-crow and in a year or eight months, we're getting a huge announcement and legacy is back, but I don't, I just don't see it. I feel like they have bigger issues and I feel like they're going all in on this, on, on Roni, the new one, which I'm kind of excited about because I do want to see Jenna Lyons and I do want to see this kind of fashion centered group of women. 
um, to see what they're like in New York. So, and I'm going to tell you, as an audience member, I'm kind of losing interest because in the legacy show, because we know we're going to get Luann and Sonia in their sort of like, you know, spinoff Simple Life show. We can see Luann on tour. Bethany's show got canceled. We'll talk about that. But Bethany's still on TV. So I, I just, I'm losing interest. You're losing interest. I mean, look, I mean, I didn't really think of that. I mean, look, they're not saying it's canceled. And then we're going to get into who we think leaked the story. I'm going to get into that. But, you know, right. So now one of these five people, I mean, again, no one has said this in this page six article, but I know this for a fact that someone said, I'm not signing this. And Andy Cohen then reached out to this person. This is real tea. This is why I keep my big mouth shut because when something like this happens, I can tell you what's also happening for real and basically said, hang tight. I mean, listen, to your point about the salaries, we also have to factor in, listen, this is how, has anyone out there bought a house? I mean, has anyone out there run HR like I have? You offer someone the bare minimum. When you buy a house, you offer the bare minimum that it will take. If it's a, if it's a listed for $2 million and you want to pay one, but you really want the house, you can't offer 1 million. If someone says to you, listen, shh, I know they're going to take one, two, you'll offer one, two, like you're not going to pay one, two, one. So we have a group of people now, let's just break it down. I do think Luann, does not, of course, I do think Luann, here's my thoughts on each person. Luann is a team player. Why not show up and get some money, right? She has a, a real money-making business. But more money is always more. I don't think Luann needs this. The cabaret is a real thing. A, a real. It sells out real. Everywhere, I know, big, I know. Big venues, not Madison, but like real big venues. So that's Luann. Now let's move on. Dorinda, you know, Dorinda, it has money. She has money. She inherited from Richard. She's living her life. She does appearances. She wrote a book. I'm not saying Life After Housewives is like millions of dollars for Dorinda, but she is Dorinda. She knows Hiller. Like she's she's in the political yeah, sector. She, Dorinda wants to be back, don't you think? I mean, she went to BravoCon and uh, stood up for herself. I think she would love to be back, but I think that she's the one of the least. I think Luann is first, and I think Dorinda is second least hurt. If this doesn't come back, that's just my opinion. Third, and this is why don't just assume Luann's the one that didn't sign the contracts. I'm putting her first place because it's not what you think. Third, I would say like, I mean, the others are all three kind of equal to me. Like to me, to me, Kelly Ben Simone is doing real estate. Sure. She would love to be back on TV. I think Kelly wants to redeem herself. Like she was on my podcast. Go and listen to it. I loved her. The comments were not so pleasant when I interviewed Kelly Ben Simone. They were like crazier than ever. Total fruitcake. They I'm like, I love her. So I believe that Kelly has that scary island stigma still tour it's not like i think i know and i have talked to her one-on-one i think she's wonderful and lovely now i also want to put a pin in that kelly because let's get into like carolyn manzo in a second so i mean girl like kelly going back on the show huh girl like you think this is your redemption i mean girl maybe but they also might do you dirty and you might be the crazy kelly from scary island did we ever think of that? So I know I think Kelly wants to go on as a redemption, but 
I mean, girl, it's out of your hands. I mean, the producers could be coming for you with a crazy angle again. Oh, honey, they're not going to tell you that, baby. This is, they're going to tell you it's your redemption. But they just told Carolyn Manzo a lot of shit, too. And look how that went down. So I'm not so sure things would end so well for Kelly if she did go on the show. I think they would either give her a redemption or they would make her crazier than ever. And it wouldn't be a redemption. And she would be like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm a real estate broker. And why did I come back? That's Kelly. I think that's why she wants to come back. Sonia. I think Sonia is probably the number one person in this whole group of five that needs the money. I think you could offer Sonia 2000, 20,000, 90,000. I mean, I truly do. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. I think Sonia needs the money. It's uh, my sources do not paint the best picture for Sonia's in her life. Next. Jill, I mean, look, we all joke that Jill wants to be back on TV, right? I mean, that's the thing. So do you then go and give a ton of money to someone who would do it? Who would probably pay you? I mean, I don't mean, so I can tell you what I just said is the public perception. It's nothing with who actually has refused at this point, which doesn't mean they're not, I don't believe it. The person that didn't sign, I still don't believe it. I think all five of these people will be on. And by the way, the rumor is that Bravo has leaked this story themselves to paid six. That is what people think behind the scenes that they have leaked it as a like, girls, you better get in line, little ladies. Get in line, girls, because we'll pull the whole show if you don't all behave, this which is, is also thing, though, devious. Go on. With Jill, right? Like, I'm curious. You know, Jill and her daughter have a very successful candle company. To me, rea- to me, as, you know, learning to be a producer, reality television now is, it, you know, it's not about the days, like, of making money in television, like Bravo was 10 years ago, right? The women got on, Nini worked up to $2 million. They A lot of them worked up to $2 million. Candy Burris. Now it is just literally a promotional vehicle. The way reality television works for anybody, your your Mauricio, your any Bethany Frank, all the, these people did it so smart because you have a storyline. So to me, I'm like, Jill, I, I would take any amount of money, promote the shit out of your daughter and the candles and it ain't even about the money. Just get back. You know, I don't know. I mean, that would be kind of well. Although, what do you mean by promote? Because a couple of things are happening here. And I mean, also, you know, you're assuming Jill doesn't want to do it. I never said Jill was the one, but you're a couple of things are happening. How was Girls Trip for, for Jill? Did 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 Dorinda during Girls Trip sell a lot more Bluestone bourbon? Did Jill during Girls Trip when it was on each week sell? Did she see her candle sales go up? Did um who else was on Girls Trip? Eva. Were more people listening to her on Ricky Smiley? Ricky Smiley's son just passed away. I said my condolences. You know what I mean? And by the yeah. way, also, like, what do you mean promote? Do you mean on their Instagram? Like, hey, guys, watch this tonight. And by the way, buy a candle. Sure. Absolutely. Or do you mean here's the camera? I'm going to hold my candle up. That don't work, honey. That don't work. A, you're told not to. I know this for a fact that on Girls Trip, they were basically told, like, you can't, you're here to promote your book and this and that. Now, when you give the gift and the gift bag and it's your time to do the trip, sure, maybe you could throw a candle in there. Maybe you could throw the bourbon in there. But if you go back and watch, where was the blatant promotion of Jill's candles in Girls Trip or Dorinda's bourbon or whatever? I mean, Dorinda's whole Bluestone Manor was, it's like, you can't just do that. They There's there's clauses and this and that. And I mean, even if you sat there and you said, I'm Jill Zarin, I 
mean, here, I'm, I'm going to talk. Everyone sit down. We're going to talk about my candles for 30 minutes. I mean, they would probably tell you to shut the fuck up. And if they didn't, they're going to edit the whole thing out. So promotion on your own Instagram while it's on. Sure. No one could stop you. Promotion on the TV with all these millions of viewers not happening. You don't think? I mean, we, God, we just nope. lived through Rena Wines um, at uh, Rena's house where we had a wine tasting and massive fight. I mean, and, and well. for me, like Luann, I wouldn't turn down any money if I were Luann because it's just, and I know her cabarets already sell out, but I mean, to me, it's just another place. Like, I mean, what else is going on? You know, she's rehearsing for the damn cabaret. She's going to the cabaret. And I think that's one of Sonia's, right? I mean, I kind of still want Sonia's toaster. You know, I wish, I wish that that had been a legitimate, I mean, thing, you know? So like, I don't know. I just feel like that's what TV is for because these people are naturally, even if they don't let them promote everything all the time, they're they're naturally doing this stuff, you know? And we see Mauricio, every scene now wears something from the agency, you know? You got to do it subtle anyway. like that. Like Meredith Marks is great at that. She has a big fight with Seth and all of a sudden in the back is, is the purse or the dress. And Meredith immediately after that episode, whatever it is, puts that dress on the thing. Hey, Melissa Gorga started doing that too. Like, I think there's ways to do it, but look, I mean, have you seen a spike in sales when you were on the particular show? Like, okay, we saw Rain and Wines. Did the sales go up during the season? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, look, I get what you're saying. I still, let me just exit. I am not saying this is not going forward. I am saying that I know for a fact contracts went out in December and I didn't want to say anything because I was told by a reliable source. And I know for a fact somebody didn't sign. And I certainly didn't want to say that. And that, and I also third knew about the low salaries, which I also really didn't want to say, because all of this is going to be traced back and I'm going to be, but I think by not saying these things, it's actually good because now when a headline happens, I could say this is ridiculously false or true. Look, the rumor is there is belief that Bravo people in Bravo can't put this out as a like warning to the girls of like, we'll pull the whole thing. If you all don't sign Knowing each of these people that you said into all of your arguments, I call bullshit as well. I'm not so sure that all five of these people that I just mentioned will not be there if this show goes forward. You know, like, I, I don't buy it. Like, okay, you, you didn't sign. I don't believe, I mean, I believe you didn't sign because you're telling me and it's, but I don't believe you won't sign. Like the, if they're going to start filming in an hour, I don't think you could help yourself. I don't think any of these five people I mentioned could pass on this. I do think calling it legacy without Bethany or Ramona or Jill or Luann, to me, those are the four. I'm not saying that it was one of those that didn't sign. I'm just saying to me, that's the four. And now you only have two. And if like, you're going to lose a Luann or even a Sonya, then what is the point? Like, just take any person out of there. You guys know I split my time between New York and LA now because I talk about it as nauseam. And what do they say about moving? It's like one of the most stressful things in the world. Well, it is, but you know what? My move part-time to LA was so chill. Why? Because of innovative extracts. They have a full line of CBD and THC products. And if you think I went through this move without them, <laughs> no, I never would have made it. Their products help with anxiety, mood improvement, inflammation, pain, improve sleep. And I love that they come in 
so many formats. I personally am very partial to gummies, but they also have creams, vapes, and they even have these cool drops that you put under their tongue and they really work. Full line of Delta 8, 9, and 10 THC products. They don't require a medical card and they're available to ship in most states. Listen, you have to visit their website, www.ie-cbd.com to get 40% off today by using code VELVET, which is insane because who gives 40% off? That's ie-cbd.com. Use promo code VELVET and you get 40% off at checkout and you can start chilling out, working better, having a better clear of mind to a day, people. Helly is the one you could take out, but say there's no Sonia or no Durant. Now we're down to four. Now, where are these other three people coming from? I mean, again, Tinsley is wonderful and Aviva, but you better change the name. And then why are we even doing a show called Legacy if it's not with Ramona and Bethany and somebody out of these five is not going to be there? I actually think the person that said no is kind of in the driver's seat. I think they are kind of building stamina because I don't think you could do this show without one of these four. And that's no offense to Kelly. Does that make any sense? Yeah. No, I do. I think, I mean, I'm curious to see how it unfolds. It certainly has been hot in the news this week. So it is, this is accurate that they are stalling and having problems. And like, to your point, I think if there's all this happening, whether they wanted it or not, it don't look like it's like, I think they're just like, we want to do this, but if there's, this is Hollywood, babe, as you know, things get killed oh. every day. And by the way, the one other thing, I do think they will go to Alex. I think if it's really four of those five, yeah, after be- girls trip, I think this was, but Alex girl, let me just caution you 10 days in Morocco. Welcome back is a lot different than, you know, Three four. Yes. Yeah, so girl, they do you dirty, Sarah. So that's all I have to say. Not trying to be, I told you so, but it's good that I don't reveal everything because now I can comment on what's true and what's not true. And do you want to talk girls trip? We have to talk about Brandy and Caroline. Well, this is, of course, the biggest story right now that's happening, which is essentially that Carolyn Manzo and Brandy have been sent home. Now, it's more like Beth uh, Brandy was like basically told you're going home and Carolyn was like, I'm leaving. Um, You know, I'm reading this in the post that, you know, essentially there was many unwanted kisses by Brandy to Carolyn. I don't know. I mean, I don't even see another woman kissing Carolyn Manzo. Like, there's just nothing about that that seems like, like, Denise seems like she'll get down with anybody. You know what I mean? Like, Denise and Brandy hot. I don't Listen know how, what, what scoop do you have? Because this story doesn't make any sense, but it seems to be true because it's being picked up by legit places. I mean, listen to me, by the time you guys hear this, we'll probably know, but that's regardless because our analysis, it's, it's different than that. You look, I always go to a, I'm a producer and I have things to say about the producers. I think this is such a setup and B, um, I go to a corp, I think like a corporation, I mean, look, 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 look. I think, well, look, you don't get sent home unless it's something racial or something physical. You don't have to punch someone in the face. I think if you, you know, water's one thing, Jennifer Aiden, I think if you dumped a tray of food like that was going around on someone, that could qualify in today's day and age as a reason to be sent home and taken off the premises. When you get into like kissing I mean, as a lawyer, now we are into unwanted sexual advances. Like, this is not, uh, I love Brandy. I really do. But let's just assume this is true. You were on the first girl's trip. You were on Traders. Now you were back. 
that could be like $500,000 in the course of a 12 month period. I think you just ruined every, I think you ruined everything. I really, I've said this on the Patreon with Kim D. Brandy to me is, and I, I love her. This is not an insult to me. She's like Danielle Staub. She gets in her own way. I do think she was working her way back in the network. I think she could have gone on more girls trips, more things with three shows on Peacock and she's doing good on them. I believe when you listen to me and I also believe I mean, if I were Carolyn, I would be filing a lawsuit against production and Bravo. This is me. And when you call a lawyer, a lawyer says, okay, there's two things. You can't stay. You Let me take that back. You can sue anyone any day for anything. If you sue someone for what happened, your case is drastically weakened by the other counsel saying, why did you stay for another seven hours? It was it was at the end. It was probably only another 24 hours. But that argument is really strong. Why did you stay? You're suing for intentional emotional, you know, intentional emotional distress and this and that. It, why were you? It wasn't even that bad, sweetheart. That really weakened your case. I believe, because I just, I believe Carolyn and I believe her lawyer is like, you need to pack up right now and we have to figure this out when you get home. That's what I think. I don't think this is over. And there's an HR investigation. I mean, I'm not listening. We don't even know if this is what really happened, but if it's kisses and, and I mean, it says Brandy apologized the next morning. So it's like, yeah. It doesn't even yeah. yeah. So there's proof. I mean, but there's, that's where it's like, that's where it's like, there's no world that I live in. There's no world that I live in where I would start doing this to you hear the word no, see or or see a certain reaction on your face and keep, there's nothing in my mind. I would say I I am in big fucking trouble if I continue this. That would go through my mind. I don't understand how it's like, I understand Brandy didn't mean anything by it probably. She wants to make good TV, but this now really, I look, I hope I'm wrong. This could be the end of her on Housewives. Danielle pulled Margaret's hair. That's it. She's never going to be back. That's why we can say anything we want. I think this I know, could be the, the, the nail in the coffin stuff. for her. I know. I, I, and this is, this I is, what is this? This is sexual. This is, unless we have to look, I have to look up definitions of things, but there's harassment. There's unwanted. There's a lot of things this could be under the statutes. But wait, what makes you imply that it's a setup? Like, like, do you well, just think it's a setup like gone wrong? Like, like, just like they ply everybody with alcohol, knowing that Brandy's like bisexual. Like, what do you think is a setup? Well, I okay when, and we still don't know. Like, if it was about Dina, I think that's a setup. I think like they tap Vicky on oh, the show. They like they will tap Vicky and say, "Go mention Dina," and Vicky's like. I am not mentioning Dina to Carolyn Manzo. Fuck off. Because that's what, and then they would be like, hey, Eva. And Eva would be like, yo, man, I'm just smoking my dope. I'm not mentioning Dina. And then they go on to like Phaedra and she's like, girl, I'm not doing that. Are you crazy? Carolyn Manzo? I'm not mentioning her sister. And then they go to like whoever else is Alex McCord. Alex is like, who's Dina? Yeah. And then, and then, and then they go to Brandy and she's like, Cool. Okay. Hold great. my beer. Great. Yeah. Girl. Hold my beer. Hey, Carolyn. What? What's up with your fucking sister? That. Hates by the you? way. By the way. What has gone down with them? Because they no longer speak. Right. What? What is the rumor as to why they? They allegedly. So that's that's year. that's the setup, right? though. Just so you know, I guess it's yeah. less with the kissing, but that would be the setup. I don't think Brandy knows Dina that well. Like, I think if that's what comes out, I think that's a setup. And then to me. That's like, we'll get into that, your question in one second. But to me, that's like, 
Here's Carolyn, who's like, I'm never going back on New Jersey Housewives. I even said this on the Patreon with Kim. I think Carolyn probably said to them, I will not sign this unless you tell me who's coming from New Jersey. And they say Jacqueline Lorita, and Jacqueline turned it down. She turned it down because she doesn't have care for her younger son, who is autistic, which uh, great for Jacqueline. I mean, I really respect that. So then when Jacqueline's out, who's going from New Jersey? Carolyn's like, no, no, no. I mean, granted, I don't think they have that many people. And they say, okay, fine, we'll just get someone else. Like, let's get Alex McCord. I mean, you know, I, I believe Carolyn had that right. And they don't give that right to a lot of people. I believe that she wanted this. So when she says, girl, Morocco vacation, I ain't no Teresa. There's no Melissa. There's no Danielle. There's nobody. I'm going to have a great time. It's like, I believe Carolyn is probably there blaming herself. Like you knew, girl, you knew. And I do think the producers, if it has to do with Dina, did her dirty. Like, Let's get Carolyn riled. Now, if there's kisses and right, well, I mean, it's so low because to me, that's what it is, honey. That's the game. But I mean, there's so much between Carolyn and Brandy. Like, I wouldn't even think you'd have to bring that in. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, to me, they could argue about anybody. I mean, you know, it's like, why would we have to go there? But because um, Dina is that's everyone has a hot button. We can go to Camille and say, Kelsey, she'll say, what? I'm happily married. I don't give a fuck about Kelsey grammar. Like, I think, you know, they'll, they'll try other hot buttons and with thick as thieves, it's family girl. I mean, imagine if Brandy threw a tray on Teresa. I mean, we might have a, we might have like a, we might have like a hospitalization right now by Brandy. I I don't know, (laughs) but I just, so it's, I think, but I think, you know, so we don't know what happened, but I think if, so I think if it was Dina or something, I think they went around and, you know, maybe they didn't even go around. They just said, we have only one live wire that will do whatever we say, which is why they love her. I think that's a setup. And I think they would have done Carolyn dirty. And I think if it's kisses and all this other stuff. Yeah, maybe Carolyn wasn't feeling her and she's like, oh, I love you. I love you. But again, like when you kiss someone and every, you know, like that's even like petting someone, touching someone's hair. It's like this is now it's not good. And I believe, look, Carolyn wants nothing to do. She goes to BravoCon. I believe like if this is a lawsuit, she'll never even go to BravoCon again. She doesn't care. Like I if if let me put it this way. If it were me. I would be suing the network. I, I would. I would 100% be spending my day today suing the network. That's just me. That is just me. If that is what happened, that is how I would. I go to big picture life. That's why I think people like listening to this. I don't believe these are real people. I believe in producer involvement in a corporation. And that's how decisions are made. That's where I am. That's where my mind goes. You know, the business. And so if it was, I believe... Carolyn was upset, but I mean, now we learned there's only three hours, five hours left, whatever it was, 20. I don't know. You mean to tell me there's not a lawyer that said, get on up. You have to get out of there. You you have to literally get out of there. That's the step one. Like if you killed someone, Sarah, you would say, what do I do? Your lawyer would say, lock the doors Two, do not speak. Like you shut the hell up and listen when you're involved in a lawsuit or you've done something bad. So I think if you have a litigious plan in your mind, listen, this could all be, I could be watching too many things, but this is how my mind thinks. And I'm a lawyer. If it were me, I would say, hey, lawyer, I'm suing Bravo. This is what happened. And the the lawyer would say, you need to remove yourself immediately. Step one is do not speak to anyone. Remove yourself. Because otherwise, you're going to say, I stayed for five hours. Well, that's a little weird. That's a little weird. Don't you think in light of everything that's gone down? No, no. I I mean, I I love your 
thoughts. I mean, I just wonder in light of everything that's gone down with Nene leaks, don't you think there's like even new clauses and harder things in those contracts about you can't sue us? I mean, you know, I mean, because like lots of times, right, with various production things, you sign away rights to your image, to all these things like and you can there are literally contracts. You know this. You're an attorney out there where the the language will say you cannot sue us for defamation or whatever. You know what I mean? Now, to your point, you can sue somebody at any time for anything. And there are exceptions. But I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Can she I mean, sue? I think there's like whole new contracts that are going to make it like them not liable. Like maybe she could sue Brandy. I mean, well, Brandy has no money, so I don't think we're suing her. No offense. Um, To your point, you and I have signed many reality TV contracts. You and I have been on many reality TV shows. They're very harsh, but yeah, I mean, I think like, to be honest with you, why, why is Kate Gosselin hasn't sued the Fox network? She was on Fox special forces. I have somebody coming up from that show and she dived off backwards and her neck is like, basically it's not broken, but she has real problems. And yeah, you sign your life away that you're assuming the risk and everything. But I think it's, I think when something happens, I mean, how specific is the contract? Does it say like, if someone touches you, uh, I mean, there's just, I think, I think you are right. But I think then when something so egregious happens, yeah, it's like maybe. you can sue. And then are we going to court over this? I mean, or is this going to be settled? Like, I didn't think Nini had a case. I shouldn't have $20 million through a settlement. I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, it's not settled, supposedly, right? But it's still, they're supposedly still in some form of uh, mediation. I mean, listen, if someone's going to settle, they'll settle for, you know, $900,000 for $1.1 million. No one is settling for $20 million. You'll go to the damn trial and you'll lose and you still probably won't have to pay more than $20 million. Do you know what I'm saying? Like nothing is settling for that. Negotiating now, by the way, because they negotiated that- yeah, what do you think is still to be negotiated? Because, you know, they-, they I mean, who's they even saying that? I just don't give it any credit. I'm sorry. She I don't. She's the, one, she's the one that did an interview and said she still- I'm sure she did. I'm sure she did. You're not buying it? I'm not buying it. That's just me. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. I think there's you no- You think no money? I, I don't think there's any money. I think she spent a lot of money. And then she's like, why am I still spending? Like, if you sue someone, it's going to cost a lot of money unless you find someone to take a contingent. And someone will take these cases contingent if there is money. Tom Girardi took Aaron Brockovich contin- contingent because he saw money. I've sued many people. I've sued people and I've had lawyers contingent. That is when, when someone says yes to me and it's contingent, that's when I'm an animal because now I know I have a case because I am not paying you a dime unless you recover, you get a third. I've gone to other lawyers and they're like, we know you're upset, sweetie. We're not taking this contingent and we don't even recommend that you give us money because you're going to lose the case. Great, I'm not suing you. I only sue when I can win. So I personally believe that Nini was just spending money like you're two hundred thousand dollars in 400 and you're like i can't keep this going if i'm not gonna win that's my opinion you keep it going if you have no choice and if you're gonna win or if you're like erica jane where everyone's suing you oh god i have a lot to say today but i really do maybe this is all for not maybe she didn't try to kiss her but kissing to me that's what happens it's a brandy will never work with these people again at nbc and b 
I would wonder if Carolyn's going to do anything. And if she is, are we ever going to hear about it? Or is that just going to be hush hush? May, and, you know, maybe it's not about Dina either. So maybe that's all. I mean, they're two separate things. But the Dina thing, I think she was set up. Maybe it's none of the above. Like, we'll have to find out and you guys might know. But I think even if none of this is true, by the time you hear this, it doesn't matter because we just did some analysis, which is very interesting. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it, it is. That those are my feelings. This one I had a lot to say. I this is the stuff I love to weigh in on. I don't love the like Whitney is mad at like I I can't deal with the fake bullshit and like these fake headlines of like you know this person's coming back. Okay, Mary Cosby's not coming. Like you know it's all those fake blogger headlines. If you guys get off on that and you want to read all this fake shit, go ahead. But this Roni thing has a lot of truth to it in that. I mean, when I read it, I was like, is someone going to call me and think I leaked this? Like when I think that, that's when it's like, okay, this is what we're talking about because it is really close to the actual truth of what's going on. And who knows? I mean, is anyone, you're excited for the Roni reboot? I don't know if I'm excited for either Roni. I'll, I, I am. I am. I'll, I'll get there, I guess. I mean, I just saw too that season was, is it season 15 of RHOA has wrapped and, you know, all the same women are back. I think there's one new woman, but Drew, um, Sonia, all of them are back, you know, um, Cynthia's a friend. Cynthia's a friend. I saw a comment from someone that just said, oh, I'm not even like RHOP just, you know, surpassed this show. And, and I'm just not even, I don't even care. And I thought, We're getting there with RHOA. I don't care. I do feel like RHOP, even though I know you're not wild about this season. I just do feel like it's a way better show now. I don't know. I mean, the queens of RHOA for me are just not on there, except for Kenya. I do. I, and I do love Marlo. But to me, Marlo was at her best when Nini was the sidekick. And honestly, I miss the Kim Zolciak days. Like, I don't know. I just, those were the Kim great- and Nini, those were the great days. I they mean, were. look, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. Kenya is my MVP, honestly, from the show. I know. She is class. She is amazing. I mean, out of the people that are there now. Adrian was so good. Um, Very quickly before we wrap up, I mean, this is way overdue. Talk to me. Just we'll have some fun about the Potomac looks. Oh, I have a whole. Um, okay. You, you want rank my best? them. You want my best and worst? Best dress? Talk to, worst dress? Talk to me about your. Talk to me, rank them all from worst to best, and then I'll okay. do the same. All right, my worst dress, I'm sorry, is Mia. I just, I don't know. Something about it just gave me, like, David's bridal. I, I, I And we're I, including Sharice in this, too, right? Yes. Okay. Sharice is one of my best. I'll get to that. Mia, I'm sorry. I love Mia. No. Jacqueline, no. Uh, Jacqueline, Mia's best friend, I didn't like it either. Not a fan. Karen's, Um. I don't know, the Grand Dame. It's just been serving, she's been serving me, I don't know, over the top. She looks like a mermaid this season. I, I'm not, she's like channeling Giselle. Um, then for me, um, worst dressed is Ashley on my list. She is my second worst dress. And I love Ashley. I love her so much. I just, I don't know. She's got a banging body. I just didn't, it didn't do anything for me. Um, and then, uh, you know, actually, I, I ranked this completely wrong. But anyway, Giselle was also on my <laughs> I have a ranking from last to worst. Okay. So, so Giselle was actually, I thought, I I thought Giselle brought it the best she ever has. I'm not a huge fan of silk gloves on women. I don't know. I just, 
I don't really love it. Okay, here are my best, all right? So best dressed from four to number one. Charisse was my fourth. I thought that's the best Charisse has ever looked. The cutout on the side, uh, it fit her body. Her titties were tight. I mean, I love. I thought for Charisse, it looked fabulous. Feminine, it looked great. Uh, the Professor was number three for me. The Professor gave me old school glam. At first, it's like, is this half dead peacock? What is going on? But I loved it. It just was like art deco-y. It was, I, I I thought she looked amazing. Number two for me was my candy gal. Candy gal, you know, candy gal in real life is so tiny. She's petite. I mean, she weighs all of 98 pounds. She's a leaf in the wind, but she looked great. It just, I love the dress, the big, you know, kind of like ball gown look. Amazing. And number one for me was Robin. I thought Robin looked the best that the Robin has ever looked. I love just a, I don't know, just that color of blue. It's that aqua-y blue. It's bright. It popped with the jewels on the side. I loved it. There you go. We agree. When Kim D and I do this, we are all over the place. You and I are pretty similar. Some differences. I think the absolute worst dress was Mia. I thought it looked so tacky. And by the way, let me just say the Salt Lake reunion this year. I mean, everyone freaked out last year. The Salt Lake reunion this year and Potomac. I think these are two of the worst dressed reunions in history. Overall, I hated I hated Salt Lake as well, but I hated 99% 99% of this. I'm picking a best of the absolute worst. I hated it all. Oh, wait, you did of RHOP? You don't like their looks? Oh, no. Overall, I think oh, it's horrible. Wow. So, but Mia, to me, the absolute tackiest, absolutely okay. hated it. Disgusting. Second, Jacqueline put her right there. We, we agree. Totally. It looks so fucking cheap to me. It's disgusting. Next up is Giselle. I mean, I don't mind gloves. When Teresa did those pink gloves, I think it was Bravo Contest. I thought she looked great. Madonna does gloves. I don't mind gloves. I hate that particular color blue. Where is like a nice dark blue? But even like the other blues, I hate that Royal Ramona blue. So I thought Giselle looked tacky. Um, next for me is Charisse. It was kind of boring. Maybe the best she looked. I thought it was a little whatever. Next I thought this looks so, she has to stop with it. She does this every fucking reunion. I don't like the ones long sleeve and the, the bare sleeve, Karen Huger. And I thought that material looks so fucking cheap also. Points for some creativity. She's better than these others. I thought it looked cheap. Now we're into the top four. But when I say top four, I'm still repulsed. Oh, Number right. four, wow. girl. Ashley, listen, I'm gay. I like dick. I mean, but I also like boobs and I love women. I am sorry. I am not a prude. I think this was so inappropriate. Put some fucking clothes on. I thought that was so inappropriate for every union. I'm like, I mean, every what? She's literally half naked. She has a great body. I think it is so inappropriate for a reunion. Put some fucking clothes on. Third. Candace, candy gal. I mean, again, this I thought was horrific. This, this ostrich bullshit. I thought it was, I get it. It's a little playful. I thought it was horrific. My top two, number two, I absolutely hate, but then I was like, wow, I think I also love it. Wendy, it it really went from hating it to being in the leg. And it was like, you took, I like the colors. So I'm like, you know what? I like it. I went from hating it to really liking it. And we agree. Number one, Robin Dixon. 
at Robin Dixon. Oh my God. Robin looks, Robin looks like she could go to the Golden Globes. I mean, it is that great. I would love to know who did the dress. It's, it's elegant. Yes. It doesn't look cheap. So El- her, her, her and Wendy, her and Wendy are, are my two. All the women too are just looking, you know, very healthy, healthy, fit, in shape. They look wonderful. I, I thought it was, I actually loved it. I thought it was the best that the women have looked ever. Ever, and ever, ever. By the way, we'll dive into it next time. Karen and Robin are in like a major feud. They're talking about season eight. Nice. And I mean, Karen is just like not holding back. And I think she's kind of throwing the whole Juan had an affair thing in Robin's face. And Ooh. the Grand Dame yeah. should just come back messy as fuck. I would love that. We haven't oh, had I a really. I think she's getting to her. She seems like she's getting it. Remember when Nini, the last couple of seasons, was was at her breaking point and just like kind of like loved to be on the show but hated it. I feel like the Grand Dame has headed there too. Like I, I just feel like the Grand Dame. This latest huge fight that she had in Mexico with Sharice, where they're both up banging on the table. You know the Grand Dame, darling. I mean, we don't like to talk about numbers of age, but I mean, we're closer to seven zero than we are to, you know, five zero or even six zero. Just got to say that. But the Grand Dame, she doesn't give a rip. She does. She throws. How old is the Grand Dame? Sixty five. I think so. I think she's I love it. I think. And by the way, I believe Ramona was the oldest one on the network. I don't know why she didn't sue. I'm really litigious today. The Grand Dame. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my God. The Grand Dame is going to kill me. The Grand Dame is right. Oh, she's only 59 years old. <laughs> oh, dear God. Listen, this reminds me. Let's end on a happy note. This reminds edit, me. Edit me. They're going to kill me. Oh, my God. Sorry, Grand no, I'm, 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 I thought the, the Grand was like 64, 65. I thought the Grand Dom was 60. <sighs> Why didn't Ramona Singer sue the network? I'm sorry. I'm I'm all about suing. Yeah, 66. You're fired. You could claim you're, you I mean, she's the oldest one on the network. And she's that old. She's 66. That's that's the oldest housewife at the moment. Um, look, what was I going to say? Oh, that what, what you just did with the Grand Dame reminds me of the scene where Brandy and Phaedra, girls trip to, are at the bar. And Phaedra's like, look, girl, like, you got to show some respect to that woman. She could be your mother. And she was talking about Dorinda. And Brandy's like, she's like two years older than me. And Phaedra and Brandy <laughs> burst out laughing. That is classic Phaedra. It is classic Brandy. It is because it's true. Phaedra uh, was so Phaedra was so serious. She wasn't being shady. She was like, girl, you gotta show that woman some respect. Brandy's like, what woman? She's like, the woman that's hosting us, the Bluestone Manor woman. She's like, she's old enough to be your mother. And Brandy's like, she's three years older than me. I'm sorry. It was hilarious. And Phaedra's like, what? <laughs> it was like it was because I mean you you could see it you could see it Dorinda versus Brandy I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry Dorinda's not running to come on my podcast and either is the Grand Dame so I'm okay with what you said right well they're not coming on mine either I guess after that there you go <laughs> it's been a pleasure I know you like to keep these right. lean and mean we'll do another one don't quit Sarah <laughs> You had your best interview of your life. I had one of the best interviews of my life with Penny Puckett. Don't go and quit. All right. This was a blockbuster today. Blockbuster. All All right. right, We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye, honey. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, 
feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.